Welcome, welcome, welcome to another thrilling episode of Pop Cultish, the podcast that knows that it takes 11 Doctor Who fans to change a light bulb, one to actually make the change, and the other 10 to complain that the light bulb is just not as good as the previous light bulb. Tony Schaub here with you again today. I'm giving my lovely wife, Emily, the day off. I'm going to uh, be chatting with you today, flying solo. We're going to talk about uh, some upcoming TV shows. We've got a lot of great, great stuff coming here in the fall of 2015. We've got brand new series, a lot of returning series that are catered specifically uh, to us in this pop culture kind of vibe. You've got your science fiction shows, your horror shows, superhero shows, pop culture entertainment, all sorts of stuff. So we're just going to kind of dive in. There's a ton of stuff coming between now, September, and the end of the year. So I'm going to run over some of the highlights with you here real quick. We'll stop and chat briefly about some of them, but it's my goal to try to get through the entire slate with you here so you can have a good idea about when these shows are coming and, and which ones you might be interested in watching. And as always, I'm interested to hear the feedback, so I want you to swing over to the Facebook page over at facebook.com slash popcultish or come find us on Twitter and Instagram, popcultish. Let us know uh, what you're looking forward to seeing, what you're not going to be watching. Uh, you know, let us know your opinions, because opinions matter. At least that's what I tell myself when I have a strong opinion. So, let's jump right into it here. Take a look at what's coming down the pipe here for the TV shows this fall. We've uh, missed a few already. Today is September 15th as I record this. You'll be hearing it uh, tomorrow on the September 16th on Thursday. And uh, we, we've missed a few premieres already. A few shows have started off uh, last week on Friday, September 11th. Uh, Sci-Fi unveiled the next seasons of a couple of their returning shows. Continuum came back for season four. And Z Nation, their big zombie show, came back for its season two premiere. I can't, uh, can't say that I've ever seen Continuum. Not for a lack of wanting to, but more, more, more so for a lack of time than anything else. But uh, Z Nation, I have watched the first few episodes of Season 1 with the rest of it on my DVR. Um, it was interesting. It's obviously taking a very different approach than The Walking Dead, I think, in, in terms of uh, not taking itself too seriously and kind of having a little bit more fun with the zombie apocalypse since, you know, you're going to get an inevitable comparison to The Walking Dead being a zombie show on TV. But uh, it seems like it's doing well enough, apparently, at least to get itself a second season, so maybe we'll get to see more of Z Nation. Uh, just last night, we had a few new premieres, or I guess now two nights ago, on Tuesday night, we had a few new premieres. Uh, the Bastard Executioner was live on FX, and Best Time Ever with Neil Patrick Harris. That premiered last night, or Tuesday night, of course. I, I, I'm all... Uh, confused here because I'm recording a day before I'm going to be releasing this to you folks here, but uh, that just came last night on NBC, Best Time Ever with Neil Patrick Harris. Watched about the first 20 minutes of it and then uh, put the rest of it on the DVR. Uh, you know, it didn't didn't capture me the way that I hoped that it would. I, I love Neil Patrick Harris. I think he's a, a really hilarious, entertaining fellow, but uh, some of the stuff they were doing on the show just seemed a little... I don't know quite how to put it. It, it. There was a a segment of the show where he um, interacted with some of the guests in the audience, and he was talking about how he knew that they had done things, he knew things about them, and some of that just felt a little um, not necessarily forced, but it felt a little pre a little more prescripted, and they wanted it to come across as uh, spontaneous. 
I don't know. Um, we'll see how that show goes. It, it's almost like a, a variety show. It's kind of like a semi-scripted show, so it could have potential there. Wednesday night, September 16th, so uh, as you're hearing this, last night's premiere was South Park. South Park came back for, I believe, its 11th, 11th or 12th season, so good for good for South Park, good for the guys for doing things. I know when South Park first started, it was uh, it seemed like a long shot to stay on the air. Comedy Central was still kind of figuring out if they wanted to go that kind of really dirty late-night route, and uh, you know Trey Parker and Matt Stone had been... Firing on all cylinders with what they had done before. Uh, I personally have been watching them since uh, they produced Cannibal, the musical for Troma, and uh, that was really cool. And uh, things they've done, obviously, the South Park movie, uh, Team America, uh, South Park itself, basketball, you know, things like that have been to me very entertaining. So, uh, you know, I'll keep watching the stuff as long as they keep putting it out. They've, they've earned my respect there. So I'm glad to see they've got another season coming our way here on Comedy Central. One of the big premieres, of course, is coming this weekend, this Saturday, September 19th, the Series 9 premiere of Doctor Who. Everybody is very, very excited. I think Doctor Who uh, mania is is obviously in full effect, definitely here in the United States. I know that it's been uh, uh, much bigger uh, in England and, and worldwide for a little longer. But here, the Series 9 premiere, this is our second full season with Peter Capaldi as the Doctor, uh, rumored to be Jenna Coleman's last season as the companion Clara Oswald. I know it was rumored that way last year too, but uh, this year, just just today, in fact, a, a few other rumors started surfacing. Uh, supposedly, a Facebook account that uh, is not necessarily Jenna Coleman's put that they were going put that she was leaving Doctor Who at the end of this season um, the post has been removed some people are speculating that it was BBC that asked her to remove it um, I had a chance to see the post online via screen capture and um, I don't know Jenna Coleman personally obviously I haven't never really had any direct interaction with her but she seems like a fairly intelligent gal and the way that this post was written was not with the best grammar and syntax and things like that so so it's very possible not accurate um but it's very possible that she will be leaving you know i mean uh it's already been confirmed that she's filmed all 12 of the episodes here in series nine um but uh, she was not part of the filming of this year's christmas special which of course is going to see the return um alec kingston will be back as a uh, river song so so we're excited to see her back in action but um it's interesting Clara has never really resonated with me as much as some other companions. Uh, I was a big fan of Rose. I thought that uh, uh, that, that was a phenomenal character. Um, I, I thought that Amy Pond was great, and even when they brought Rory and I thought that was an interesting dynamic there. Uh, and, of course, uh, when I grew up watching The Seventh Doctor with Mel and Ace, you know, uh, I've seen a lot of cool companions in our day. But uh, I did not know this little fact, but... Um, you know, she, Jenna Coleman has played Clara Oswald since Series 7. So if you count the two episodes uh, in which she played, you know, those alternate timeline versions of Clara, um, going through Series 9 will make Jenna the longest, or will make Clara, rather, the longest-serving companion uh, in the whole of the rebooted series since Eccleston started back in Series 1. Um, so, so it's interesting that We've seen a lot of companions. She's going to be the longest-running one. I know a lot of people 
are fans of her. Uh, like I said, I personally am not the biggest fan of her. That's not to say that I dislike her, but um, you know, we'll we'll see what the future has. I, I personally am enjoying Peter Capaldi as the as the Doctor. I'm uh, I'm excited to see what he has in store for us this season, as the show obviously is is called Doctor Who and not the sordid details of the companions of Doctor Who. So, anyways, just my two cents there. Looking forward to next week on the TV premieres. Monday, September 21st, there's a, a good amount of, of new stuff and returning stuff coming our way. So Monday is going to be a very DVR-heavy day for a lot of people, I think. Uh, we've got on Fox a returning and a new. Uh, Fox will see the return, the season two premiere of Gotham, uh, which again, I personally have never seen. I know it got mixed reviews last year. It seemed to get a little stronger as it went on, maybe, um, but it's back for its second season starting Monday, and it will be followed by the premiere of Minority Report. And of course, Minority Report is the TV series based on the movie that came out, um, I think, er, early to mid-2000s, starring Tom Cruise. Uh, the movie will follow, partially follow, the, the timeline established in the movie. In the movie, there were some um, telepathic people, some empaths, that were helping the police department with the uh, Department of Precognition, uh, the Department of Crime, something about precognition and, and, and crime. They, they were helping, essentially, to see crimes before they were committed via ESP. And um, I believe the TV show is going to follow the lives of one of the empaths who is now no longer working with the police department and uh, will kind of follow his search for his twin brother, I believe. So interested to see what that might be. Uh, also on Monday the 21st, we'll be seeing uh, from CBS, there's the return of Scorpion in its second season. And uh, NBC has a new show called Blindspot, which features uh, Jamie Alexander, the actress who played Sif, uh, the, the Lady Warrior from the Thor movies, and has also been on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in uh, multi-story arcs. So she gets uh, the chance to headline her own show. Kind of um, the previews I've seen for Blindspot give me that kind of uh, lost type of vibe in the sense that it's one of those things where you supposedly the audience is going to be just as clueless as the characters in terms of what's going on um, and we'll see apparently she she shows up in Times Square in a bag uh, with tattoos all over her body and she doesn't know what they mean she has no memory of, of pretty much anything and the detectives and the police force are going to try to help her solve the mystery so so we'll see how that uh, how that show does and then ABC also on Monday, the 21st, has a returning show, the eighth season of Castle. Uh, I've only seen a few episodes of Castle. I think Nathan Fillion's a great, a great actor. Um, for whatever reason, Castle just kind of never stuck with me, but I know it's got a great following out there, and deservedly so. So it's back for its eighth season, Castle, on Monday, September 21st. The very next day, on Tuesday the 22nd, we've got a trio of new shows, one for each of the different networks. Fox is giving us Scream Queens, which uh, features Jamie Lee Curtis and is going to be um, a very interesting show. It's widely kind of hailed as one of the, the most unique shows 
uh, in the new slate on fall here. So we'll see how Scream Queens does. Uh, CBS is hitting us with Limitless. And then ABC uh, is premiering The Muppets, which should be another very interesting uh, kind of building on the nostalgia of the original characters of The Muppets, kind of bringing them into the current age, uh, bouncing off the success of the most recent Muppets movie. I believe this is going to be one of those, uh, again, semi-scripted, uh, think like Modern Family, The Office, you know, where the characters are going to be talking to the camera, but also then you'll be seeing them doing their scenes and things like that. So, so it should be interesting, and that's all coming your way on Tuesday the 22nd. Later in the week, Thursday, September 24th, NBC is going to be giving us Heroes Reborn. This is one of those shows that um, a lot of people were wondering, did we really need it? Um, Heroes has been off the air for a long time and, uh, you know, met with mixed reviews when it was out. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I know there's just a, just a handful of people coming back from the original Heroes into Heroes Reborn, so we'll uh, we'll see if it can if it can capture some of the some of the original Heroes magic and and see if it uh, catches on with the audiences. Uh, just to mention this show because it, it may not be your first thought on pop culture, but uh, it's a a remake of an old show and it's got a lot of characters or actors rather in it that have been in other pop culture shows. On Friday, September 25th, the season 6 premiere of Hawaii Five-0 will be happening on CBS. So, um, again, if that's your vibe, go for it. I've only seen a few episodes. Have not hasn't really caught on with me, but being in its sixth season, obviously, it's uh, it's got a following out there. So, so go Five-0. That's Friday, September 25th. Another show that may not catch on or be everybody's cup of tea, but uh, I know I personally will be checking it out, and I'm very excited for it. Uh, Saturday, September 26th, on Disney XD, this is an animated premiere for Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right, it's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy TV series animated on Disney XD. Um, you know, your, if your first thought is, well, that's a cartoon for kids, Think again, my friends. There's a lot of cool cartoons out there these days that are aimed for both kids and adults. Uh, I did watch the first season of Star Wars Rebels last year and thoroughly enjoyed that. The last few episodes in particular, I will keep it spoiler-free, but the last few episodes in particular really kind of ratcheted up the action. And I'm excited to see where things go for Star Wars Rebels in Season 2, which we'll be talking about here in a few minutes. But Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, for those who know me, I'm a longtime Guardians fan, been reading it uh, since the early 90s, and I know they, the Guardians of the Galaxy have been around for even much longer than that. But uh, I'm very excited to check out this, this series and see where it goes. So that's on Saturday the 26th on Disney XD. And the very next day, on Sunday, September 27th, uh, we get hit with a lot more cartoons as well, but these are the more adult variety. We're going to get the season 6 premiere of Bob's Burgers on Fox and that will be immediately followed by the season 14 premiere of Family Guy and the season 27 premiere of The Simpsons. Uh, a lot of cool shows coming back on Fox. Their, their Sunday night lineup right now for me is must-watch TV. I enjoy all three of those shows. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is also making its next season premiere that night, and I've enjoyed that that show as well. So, so Fox is hitting us big with that. And then after the animation block is done, 
even though Brooklyn Nine-Nine is not animated. Uh, the season two premiere of Last Man on Earth is also happening on Fox. That's all on Sunday, September 27th. So, um, you know, prepare to sit down and uh, if you can tear yourself away from football, if you're not a football fan or if you are, uh, maybe that DVR will be working overtime as well. So uh, also on Sunday, the 27th, ABC has the season five premiere of Once Upon a Time. This is, again, another show that I've never personally watched, but I know that uh, it's got a big following out there. I know that it deals heavily in the uh, mythos of fairy tales and things like that. And, of course, because ABC is part of the Disney family, I believe last year they brought in um, Anna and Elsa. Uh, some of the Disney princesses have have made their appearance, other Disney properties and those fairy tale type things. So uh, Once Upon a Time is back for its fifth season on Sunday, the 27th of September. Monday, September 28th, brings us a show that I'm not sure to call it new or returning. Uh, Comedy Central will be will be having uh, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. It's the first episode of the show with the new host. So obviously it's a returning show in the sense that The Daily Show has been around for a long time, but it's new in the sense that uh, Trevor Noah taking over the mantle from Jon Stewart uh, who has left to uh, pursue other interests. So um, I know there's, there, there's a lot of angst about whether this show is going to be able to maintain the edge that Jon Stewart has given it for so long. Um, and, you know, just like Doctor Who fans, like I was alluding to earlier, it's one of those things where people are initially concerned, and um, usually as time goes on, those concerns usually calm down. Um I remember there being a similar, not quite as big, but a similar fervor uh, when The Daily Show, which was first featured uh, Craig Kilborn as its host, and Craig went to do other things and pursue other uh, late-night talk show opportunities, and then Jon Stewart came in and everybody thought, who is this? We don't know this guy. And, and here we are years, years later, and uh, you know we love Jon Stewart. So here's hoping that Trevor Noah can see that same success with The Daily Show. Uh, his first show, again, will be Monday, September 28th. The very next day, on Tuesday, September 29th, we'll get Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. back on ABC. It's back for another season, uh, really starting to heavily tie into the bigger Marvel Universe now. Uh, last season saw a lot of action on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't want to spoil too much, but um, uh, there are some Marvel, some direct crossovers to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We talked earlier about uh, Jamie Alexander and Lady Sif being on multiple episodes. Uh, we started to see the Inhumans play heavily into the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. mythos here in the last season. So so this next season hopefully will continue to build upon that and we'll see some cool stuff. That is a show that I'm watching, so I'm excited for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to come back to us on Tuesday, September 29th. Later in the week, we will see a, a few more returning shows come back and see their season premiere on Thursday, October 1st. Sleepy Hollow will get its third season premiere on Fox. And then just a few days later on Saturday, October 3rd, the 41st season of Saturday Night Live comes back to NBC. It's one of those shows that uh, whether you love it, whether you hate it, whether you love to hate it or hate to love it, uh, it's it's a show that's had some great times over its forty one or its forty seasons previously, and now its forty first season. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna keep plugging along. So if you're a Saturday Night Live fan, the first Saturday in October is where you can go to uh, to get some new stuff there. 
The very next day on Sunday, October 4th, HBO brings back for a second season its show called The Leftovers. This is a show that I did watch in its first season. Uh, both Emily and I checked it out, and uh, it feels like it's been off the air for a long time. Uh, I believe it premiered, gosh, I want to say it might have even premiered last summer. And uh, instead of getting another summer premiered this summer uh, for its second season, they waited for the fall. And it just, uh, I'm concerned that it's going to alienate the fan base a little bit because I know I personally, while I remember the overarching story arc for The Leftovers, uh, there's a lot of specifics that have kind of fallen out of my head. So um, I'm sure we'll, we'll be greeted with a sizable previously on The Leftovers, you know, to begin this episode. But um, here's hoping it can pick up where it, where it left off because um, it was it was very intriguing, a very intriguing story about um, uh, just one day randomly out of nowhere. I believe that uh, about, I think, uh, just a small portion, like a 2%, 2 or 3% of the world's population just vanishes, just out of thin air, just up and vanishes. Um, no explanation on where they went, no further communication with them. Obviously, a lot of religious types on the show uh, believe that it was the rapture and that um, God or your higher power has taken them, uh, which, of course, begs the question, then, why the other 98% uh, were they really that bad of a people? Uh, it's very intriguing because you see there are good people, including uh, Christopher Eccleston, a former Doctor Who, the, the ninth Doctor. He plays a pastor on the show, so it's very interesting to kind of see him grapple with the fact that if this was the rapture, uh, why was he as a pastor, why was he not taken? And he's kind of made it his mission on the show to identify people who were taken, who were, shall we say, not the best of people, people who were, you know, cheaters and liars and frauds and things like that. Um, so it, it, it's a very interesting show, and um, uh, it's got a very kind of subtle sci-fi dynamic to it so so if you're an hbo subscriber and you've been wondering where the leftovers are uh, never fear it is coming back to you here in just a few weeks uh, the week following is big premiere time for the cw which has found a kind of a kind of a niche with with some shows uh, of the superhero and supernatural variety um, on tuesday october 6th we see the return, uh, both shows in their second season, have the second season premiere, uh, The Flash and I, Zombie, both come back on Tuesday, October 6th. Uh, I, I've not watched The Flash. I've heard very good things from people who do watch The Flash. Uh, and I did watch the first episode of I, Zombie. I got to see an advanced screening of it at a convention uh, a while ago. And to be honest, it, it really didn't resonate with me. I, you know, Those who know me, you know that I am a zombie fan. And this show, just for whatever reason, didn't really strike my fancy. Not saying it's a bad show, but for me personally, it just wasn't there. Uh, but it's back for its second season. And then uh, the very next day, on Wednesday, October 7th, there are two more returning shows for the CW. There is Arrow coming back for its fourth season. Arrow, much like Flash, is another uh, DC property that has found a home on the CW. And returning for its 11th season on the CW is Supernatural. And that's another show that I know has a rabid fan base. Uh, I can't say that I really got into it too much. Uh, one of my friends did let me borrow the first season on Blu-ray. And uh, I made it through a few episodes before just kind of figuring out that, again, not quite my cup of tea. Um, you know, for, for whatever reason, some shows I just can't watch due to 
lack of interest. Some shows, it's lack of time. You know, if you get busy and you just don't have time to catch on to a show, um, certainly liking or disliking a show does not mean that the show is good or bad definitively. And, you know, different people get different things from different entertainment experiences. So uh, if you are a CW watcher, you've got a lot to look forward to that that first full week of October with The Flash, iZombie, Arrow, and Supernatural. Uh, Also worth mentioning, obviously, for Wednesday, October 7th, is another new slash returning show. I don't really know what category it falls in, but FX will be premiering American Horror Story Hotel. Again, American Horror Story has been on the air for about four, I think four or five seasons now. And every season it has a different theme. There was a a uh, witch-related season called Coven. There was a freak show, which had to deal with, uh, you know, carnival and things like that. So uh, Hotel is the newest. It's getting a lot of uh, advanced uh, vibe because of uh, Lady Gaga being a prominent uh, actress in the show. And the show, of course, features a lot of returning actors. That's another cool thing that American Horror Story does is it has the same actors and actresses in every season, but they play, obviously, different roles. We're talking really good people, too, like uh, Jessica Lange, Kathy Bates, Evan Peters. I mean, just really, really cool. I mean, a slew of other actors and actresses as well, but uh, American Horror Story Hotel. If you are into that uh, horror-slash-supernatural vibe, that might be worth checking out for you on FX on Wednesday, October 7th. Chugging right along here, the very next day on Thursday, October 8th, we've got uh, one new show, which is um, from the newer contingency of the online and streaming services providing new content. You see things like Amazon and Netflix providing brand new shows that you can only get at, you know, at their areas. And this is a new show on Thursday, October 8th that's coming via Crackle. Crackle.com is an online comedy site. Uh, it's an animated show called Super Mansion. It was uh, produced and starring Brian Cranston, he of Breaking Bad and Malcolm in the Middle fame. And it's about a uh, show uh, surrounding his character, an aging superhero that uh, wants to create a new team of superheroes, but uh, uh, doing it in the current era is very, uh, he's finds some very crass, super-powered people, and, uh, you know, it's definitely one of those probably not-safe-for-work type of vibes, but uh, if you're into that animated comedy and you want a superhero flair as well, uh, Super Mansion is coming on Crackle. I believe on Thursday, October 8th, they're releasing three episodes, and then every Thursday they have a, they're streaming a new episode all the way through the end of its uh, the end of its first series run in December. So, so that's on Thursday, October eighth. There are also three returning shows on Thursday, keeping with the CW theme. You will get the season three premiere of the originals, the uh, the the vampire drama there, and then hand in hand with that, you're also going to get the season seven premiere of the Vampire Diaries. So uh, the CW uh, staking its claim to the first full week in October there. Uh, Also on Thursday, October 8th, on Sci-Fi, you'll get the fifth season premiere of Haven. So that show is out for you as well, for all you Haven fans. Uh, The fifth season is premiering on Sci-Fi on October 8th. Here as we move into mid to late October, the premieres get a little more sparse, uh, but there are still some big names here that you'll want to know about and you know, know when these shows are coming your way. So on Saturday, October 10th, 
uh, I believe will premiere right after Doctor Who, I believe. Uh, BBC America will premiere The Last Kingdom, kind of one of their uh, alt-history uh, fantasy type of type of vibes there. So that will be on the 10th on BBC America. And the very next day on October 11th, a big premiere for a lot of people is the season six premiere of The Walking Dead on AMC. That will be on Sunday, October 11th, uh, which I believe that uh, Fear the Walking Dead, the spinoff of The Walking Dead, is currently in its first season. It only has three episodes left, so that one will likely be wrapped up by the time that we see The Walking Dead make its way back. But uh, here in season six of The Walking Dead, uh, I obviously am a... A, a rabid fan, having read the comics for a long time before the show came out, and just uh, am tickled pink that the show is doing as well as it's doing on AMC. Uh, this season should be very interesting. In, in these recent seasons, we've really seen things start to significantly branch off from the storyline that was established in the comic book series. So uh, this series, this season rather, we should see some very interesting stuff. Uh, season five ended. Uh, with a very interesting note on uh, um, the the split between our original Survivor crew, who has found supposedly a safe place in the Alexandria safe zone. Uh, we've seen the return of Morgan, who is a character established way back in the first season that we haven't seen much of since. Uh, he has found his way to Alexandria and uh, he did not show up at a good time. He showed up right when he saw Rick killing another survivor, uh, a justified killing, but uh, it should be interested to see where things go this season on The Walking Dead. And of course, in addition to all the character drama I was just talking about, zombies. Lots and lots of zombies to contend with. So, so that's Sunday, October 11th. On Monday, October 12th, FX is giving us the second season of Fargo. Uh, Fargo is one of those shows that, uh, again, based on a movie, uh, I am actually uh, a little disappointed in myself that I didn't watch the first season of Fargo. It's one of those things that's right up my alley. I really enjoyed, uh, you know, the Coen Brothers, the original movie. Um, I didn't get a chance to check it out at all, and it didn't end up on my DVR. So uh, if you're a Fargo fan, I would love to hear from you about what your thoughts on the show are. So uh, Fargo making its way back on Monday, October 12th. And the very next day, Tuesday, October 13th, uh, WGN jumps into the game. Uh, the WGN, the, the broadcast network, with its season two premiere of Manhattan. The show uh, is a little more drama-based, but it surrounds... Uh, uh, take place in the 50s surrounding the Manhattan Project and the birth of the nuclear bomb and things like that. Another show I've never seen, but uh, I know it's a, again it's got a it's got its fan base and its season two premiere is is coming up on Tuesday, October 13th. After the 13th, we go for uh, a little while without uh, without a few premieres. Our next our next premiere is actually two returning shows coming our way on Saturday, October 24th. And on October 24th, we get from the Stars Network, you'll see Da Vinci's Demons back for its third season. And uh, as I was speaking earlier about this show, uh, the season two premiere of Star Wars Rebels on Disney XD. This is another animated show, uh, but it is tied in, for those who are wondering, it is tied in can canonically, I think I'm saying that right, canonically, it is canon for the Star Wars 
bigger universe, whatever you want to call it. So things that are happening in Star Wars Rebels are relevant and are factual to the new Star Wars movie that's coming out this December, Star Wars The Force Awakens. And it does, again, without giving away too many spoilers, it does tie into the existing Star Wars movie universe. You get a, a couple cameos and some people that uh, you may not have expected to see. So, uh, I, like I said, thoroughly enjoyed the first season. Very excited for the second season premiere of Star Wars Rebels. That's coming Saturday, October 24th on Disney XD. Uh, and I believe that that show is coming, it premieres in the evening, I want to say 9 or 9.30. Uh, I know sometimes you would think, oh, it's a cartoon, it's on Disney, it's going to be on at 10 a.m. This one's in the evening on Saturday the 24th, so um, be prepared for that. Uh, next up on Monday, October 26th, there is a new show on CBS that has met with some interesting advance reaction. It's Supergirl, and it is following the story of Superman's cousin, I believe Kara is her name, and um, people who have seen advanced screenings of the pilot episode uh, seem a little confused that uh, they do somewhat tie this into the bigger um, canon established in the newest Superman, The Man of Steel movies with Henry Cavill, um, but they also say at the same time it, it, it varies. It, it doesn't use the established universe. So, um, I don't know. We'll be interested to see how that show goes. I know that there's been a lot of the cast and crew have talked about how they're trying to strike a fine balance between action and workplace romance and comedy and things like that. So so we'll see uh, sometimes shows that try to uh, try to cater to a bunch of different type of people end up not catering enough to anyone to catch on. So uh, again, this is all just kind of um, opinion and and we'll see for sure what what happens when the show comes out on Monday, October 26th. Uh, Halloween weekend, there's two uh, two shows coming out, uh, one that's returning and one that's new. On Friday, October 30th, uh, NBC will have the season five premiere of Grimm, and that, uh, again, is one of those uh, shows similar to Once Upon a Time, but with a little bit more uh, supernatural uh, horror type of vibe to it, where it follows the fairy tales and uh, you know some of the more uh, horrific or suspenseful aspects of that, if you will. And then the very next day on Saturday, October 31st, uh, the Stars Network. Uh, if you are a Stars subscriber, you'll get to check the show out. If you're not, you might want to add Stars to your package. Ash versus Evil Dead premieres on Halloween night. That's right, my friends. Bruce Campbell is back in action. 30 years later, after the original Evil Dead movie series, uh, he is still uh, uh, still still playing that slacker Ash, and uh, apparently uh, one thing leads to another. The Necronomicon reactivates, and uh, wouldn't you know it, they've got to fight the Evil Dead again. So uh, that's one of those series that, uh, again, I personally am looking forward to. Uh, I'm very excited for the continuity to kind of pick up where it left off. So that's Ash versus the Evil Dead on the Stars Network, premiering Halloween night, Saturday, October 31st. A few days after that, on Thursday, moving into November now, on Thursday, November 5th, uh, we will get uh, a returning show on CBS. Elementary 
its season four premiere. I know there's a lot of fans of that Sherlock vibe. I know there's a couple different shows on TV right now about Sherlock Holmes, but uh, CBS has, uh, has struck a pretty good vein apparently with uh, with Elementary, and it's back for its fourth season on Thursday, November fifth. Uh, moving ten days ahead, our next big uh, show is not until Sunday, November fifteenth. And that's where uh, AMC will be premiering a new show called Into the Badlands. Now, I don't know a ton about this show. I've only seen a few, um, you know, advanced uh, commercials and spots for it and things like that. Uh, I'm assuming, obviously, it coming a few weeks into The Walking Dead's sixth season run. I'm assuming that this show is going to be tied to The Walking Dead's, prim- you know, the The Walking Dead's episode that night, not tied in story terms, but they're going to try to build on that audience. Uh, so Into the Badlands on AMC is on Sunday, November, November 15th. If you are uh, looking for uh, a, another show to watch, that may be one for you. So the only other November spot we have is coming Friday, November 20th. Uh, and on Friday, November 20th, um, two of the uh, streaming content and online content providers are uh, unleashing, I believe, the full seasons of brand new shows. So this is one of those things where you do not have to wait for every week to get a new episode. Uh, both of these folks are unleashing the full seasons on one day. So on Friday, November 20th, Netflix is dropping another Marvel series to us. It's called Marvel's Jessica Jones. And it takes place in that uh, Defenders, Daredevil type of vein where uh, it's going to take place a, a little off the beaten path from the Marvel Cinematic Universe but will still be tied to it. Uh, Jessica Jones was a character in the Marvel comics that uh, tried to be a superhero, um, failed for the most part, and now is trying to readjust to a quote-unquote normal life. Uh, but she uh, is a private investigator who, of course, ends up working a lot of these uh, superhero and supernatural-related cases because of her background. So um, Marvel, I guess maybe about three or four months ago, changed the title from Marvel's AKA Jessica Jones to just Jessica Jones. So uh, I personally am excited to check it out, and I know a lot of people are excited that they don't have to wait every week because they're going to get all the episodes dropped on them at 12.01 a.m. Friday, November 20th. Also on that same day, Amazon jumps in. Uh, Amazon's been doing a lot of uh, online series and things like that for a while now, but their biggest, their highest profile uh, action is coming our way on November 20th with their unleashing of The Man in the High Castle. Uh, this is uh, one of those, uh, again, uh, another kind of high-concept series, and it's based on a alternate history-type novel written by uh, Philip K. Dick. And uh, this novel was written a long time ago in the 60s, I believe. Um, but this, uh, uh, it's, it's at the end of... Uh, Gosh, uh, I should have done a little more research on this. It's set at at the end of World War II where I think uh, America did not win. Uh, so it's one of those, like I said, alternate history type of things where it's like, uh, you know, America is um, still under siege or is, uh, you know, um, taken. I'm not sure if they got taken over directly, but... Um, uh, it, it definitely, uh, yeah. I think that I think that they did get taken over. That the the Axis powers are now ruling over the United States, and uh, it, it's about the United States kind of having a subversive underground movement to kind of, to kind of take things back for freedom and equality and things like that. So, should be a very interesting series. Everything I've heard in advance of the series so far uh, has seemed very positive. So uh, we're excited to check that out. 
Um, last but not least, the final premieres we're going to get, uh, at least on the calendar right now, in 2015, is uh, in mid-December, Monday, December 14th. Sci-Fi is going to drop a couple brand new shows on us. One is called Childhood's End, and the other is called The Expanse. Now, both these shows are getting vibe for different reasons. Uh, the Expanse is a, is a show that um, is, again, not not a terribly high-concept show, but it, it's going to uh, follow, like, missing people cases, you know, cases that a, a private investigator will need to work. And the private investigator is played, the title uh, character is played by Thomas Jane. Uh, not the title character, rather, but the uh, the, the main character. So it, it's cool to kind of see a higher-profile actor like Thomas Jane come to sci-fi and try to lend a, a little bit more uh, gravitas, if you will, uh, you know, a little more uh, uh, legitimacy to these shows. So so that's coming out uh, in, in mid-December, The Expanse. And then, again, also premiering that night is a show called Childhood's End. Now, similar to The Man in the High Castle that we just spoke about, uh, Childhood's End is based on uh, an old science fiction novel, again, from the 50s or 60s, uh, written by Arthur C. Clarke. So um, the story follows a, an alien invasion of Earth, but uh, it's a rather peaceful invasion from from what I'm being told, which is strange and probably won't sit well with most of the characters. Uh, nobody likes to be invaded and certainly no one likes to be uh you know i equate a peaceful invasion to uh, you know if you're in school or at work or walking down the street and just you know a person twice your size comes up to you and be like you're going to do this for me and if you don't there's going to be consequences so it's peaceful to a point but you know do you really want to rise up or you know poke the beast on that so um childhood's end uh, should be a very interesting uh, show as well at least uh in in its premise so both that and the expanse coming monday december 14th from the sci-fi channel so that takes us to the end of the calendar year to the end of 2015 for the premieres of new and returning shows on TV. So hopefully this has been a uh, relatively helpful fall TV guide. Uh, let us know what you're going to be setting your DVRs for. Let us know what you're excited for. Come join the discussion uh, over at Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash popcultish. Uh, don't forget we do have a couple of uh, giveaways going on right now. We're, we're trying to give away a, uh, a cool press packet for an upcoming movie called Sicario, and we're also giving away one entertainment piece of pretty much your choice uh you tell us what you've enjoyed the most in 2015 if it's a new movie if it's a book you read if it's music a tv series and we're going to pick a lucky winner and send you that thing so if you're an avengers age of ultron fan we're going to send you that if you really enjoyed you know the man from uncle um you know if you're full of self-loathing and you really want a copy of the new fantastic four movie our lucky winner is going to get whatever it is that you said you've enjoyed so all you got to do is come comment on the thread like the page and you'll be entered to win all right that's it for this week we'll catch you next time and until then remember be passionate be proud be pop cultish